free speech, actually saying that the government. Because she's talking to. okay, so they had three witnesses that the Republicans brought. And then, of course, the Republicans, a majority allowed the Democrats to bring their communist witness. And they're talking to the communist witness. And guess what happens? They literally say that the government, by law, or even it's like their duty to censor the American people. Watch. Uh, is that no right given to the people of the United States is absolute. And that includes the right to free speech. You hear that? How does that make y'all feel right now? How does that make you feel right now? She said, you no, no, no freedom is absolute. And that includes freedom of speech. God gave us freedom. And these Democrats, along with their guy, Satan, is trying to take it away from us. Listen to what she says. Tell me how you feel in the comment listening to this. Uh, Is that no right given to the people of the United States is absolute. And that includes the right to free speech. Because you do not have the right to shout fire in a crowded theater because it could produce harm and death of people by being false. These social media platforms have user policies to try to prevent that kind of harm. Is that not correct, Mrs. W- Ms. Wiley? Now, listen, this is what it gets to. Now, this is the, the socialist, communist, Democrat that they brought as their witness. And she's to, she's a totalitarian. She's exactly like they are. She would, she would not answer a single question when it came from the Republicans. But when it came for the Democrats, she was all open, telling everything that they want to hear when it comes to censoring the American people. Listen. Because she's actually going to side with the federal government censoring the American people. I want to bring up one point, too. Sanchez brought up the Constitution. She said it's not absolute. And then all of a sudden, she crosses over and says, don't they have policies? Policies in the Constitution are two different things. But anyways, the Constitution is absolute, by the way. They want to say it's not absolute. What they the they. What they say that their narrative is absolute, right? They say what they feel, what they think, what they believe should happen is absolute, which is a total lie. Yep, 100%. but our freedom of speech—that is absolute. But listen to so, what she yeah, says. Yeah, referring listen, to listen, policies, listen, listen, not the Constitution. Yeah, because yeah, the Constitution—she's trying to say that the Constitution is not absolute. But listen, have user policies to try to prevent that kind of harm. Is that not correct, Mrs. W- Ms. Wiley? That is correct. And so we are not trying to censor speech. We are simply trying to create factually correct information to prevent harm to people, including death. And Wait a minute. The federal government is not in the business of telling people what they can hear and what they can't hear. It's not up to you to decide what if something that I'm going to hear is going to be harmful to my ears or not? It's not your decision. That's exactly what that's exactly what the Constitution is all about. It's not your decision to determine that. Have user policies to try to prevent that kind of harm. Is that not correct, Mrs. W- Ms. Wiley? That is correct. And so we are not trying to censor speech. We are simply yes, trying are. to create factually correct information to prevent harm to people, including death. And that's what we they were trying to do during COVID. Is that not correct? 
Legally speaking, absolutely. And I say that as a matter of law, which is that court cases say that the government. Listen, listen, listen to it. Listen to what she says about the government. And again, the government, because of the U.S. Constitution, has no right to come in and tell a tech company or anybody what we can say. Has the, in fact, it's its role to ask for compliance. You see this? She's saying the government has a role to ask for compliance. Hey, that the government has the, in fact, it's its role to ask for compliance with policies. The policies on the books of social media platforms were violated. Excuse me, Mr. Chairman, but you hear this? Did you hear that? The, the, The policies of the tech company were violated and these policies from where I stand, from the way it looks, came from the federal government. And she's saying that they were violated. Now, but watch this interaction right now. It's about to get heated. And Jim Jordan is going to bring up a really valid point. And, sh- and they get they get really irritated with Jim Jordan. Your platforms the- were violated. I'm and the they Excuse said me, those- Mr. Chairman, but the last questioner got an additional extra minute. I'm at 35 seconds over. Yeah. I would point just- of order, Mr. Mr. Chairman, the Democrat finish- beforehand got an extra finish- minute. Her sentence. I'm trying to be generous. Finish her trying sentence. To be generous, even when the response is that the government determines the truth. I'm I would like for her to be able to finish her sentence, Mr. Chairman. Then I will yield back. Okay, Miss Wiley, you can finish your sentence. And look, she don't even remember what her sentence is because of what's going. What just the interaction just happened. But Jim Jordan, he's going to remind her what the sentence was, and of course, the Democrat is not going to like it. Thank you. I'm not sure I remember the sentence, but okay. thank you. Okay. I just think the point was, it was... I do. Uh, you were saying the government record. should be the arbiter of what's true. Can you please truth? not put That's words actually- into the mouth of the witness and let her respond? <laughs> it's her now recognizes answer. the gentlelady from New York, the gentlelady from California. I time love how you required. follow the rules, Mr. Time Chairman. Is, it's is, really indicative of is, what a kangaroo uh, court this is and what a circus it is. It's censorship by the chair. It's censorship by the chair. Oh, oh Lord. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Wow. whole interaction is Sanchez is saying... Or the witness is saying, you know, or Sanchez is saying, you're trying to put words into the mouth of my witness. Well, what was what's her name doing with Kennedy? She with was Debra, putting words Debbie into Washington his mouth. Yeah, yeah, she was trying to saying, say, no, this is what you were saying. Yeah, this, this is, is what, what you were saying. saying. This is what you meant. This is what you were saying. This is what you meant. Yep. Give me a break. They, Hypocrites. You know what? Every time I hear these series, well, it makes my blood boil because of the rhetoric of the left. Yeah. It is damaging and dividing and hurting our our country so much, right? And you know what? You can see just from these interactions, you can tell we've even pointed out some of the obvious things that they were doing in here to deflect from the truth coming out. It's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Let me let me play this one for you because you know I was talking earlier about how even the Democrats have not even disputed this 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 federal judge talking about the censorship the federal government's been doing. No, as of what they probably have now after he mentions it, mentioned it, but how can they come out and say, no, we need to censor the American people more? They've, they've actually said that surprisingly. Listen. Let's talk facts. The American people are not aware of the magnitude of this case, Mr. Sauer, and its profound implications because most of the mainstream media is in on it too, and they're trying to bury the story. In brief, in May of last year, the attorneys general of my state, Louisiana, and the state of Missouri filed suit in U.S. District Court of the Western District of Louisiana 
This blatant censorship. They went after the blatant censorship by the Biden White House and nine of its federal agencies. Two weeks ago on Independence Day, the district court issued a truly extraordinary 155-page court opinion, a ruling granting the plaintiff's request for preliminary injunction. Mr. Sauer, your lead counsel in that litigation, you referenced some in your opening statement, but let's do it again here because they don't seem to be paying attention. Can you give a summary again of some of the key components of that opinion and the basis for it? I know you mentioned there were 82 pages of detailed factual findings, right? That is correct. 82 pages, 577 citations of the record evidence. That evidence is drawn from about 20,000 pages of the government's own communications with social media platforms and six full-length depositions of senior federal officials with firsthand knowledge of federal censorship practices. It's absolutely staggering. And now they've tried to bury this and say, well, the Fifth Circuit entered a temporary administrative stay. They grant- now, we were just talking about this. Remember, Shannon? When this first came out, we were like, wow, this is really good news. They had a federal judge actually standing up for the American people. And then they found three other federal judges to do a stay, right? To like suppress it. Yeah, I don't know. But listen to what he says here. Because I was thinking like, okay, well, the big tech companies, because I noticed something different after these three federal judges did what they did. The tech companies is like they went back and they doubled down on the censorship. Look at the numbers right now. Look how many people they're allowing to see the video. YouTube, I, I mean, YouTube, but, but look at this. Listen, listen to what he says here. I want to make sure everyone understands this. Absolutely staggering. And now they've tried to bury this and say, well, the Fifth Circuit entered a temporary administrative stay. They granted a, an expedited briefing and oral argument, however, for August 10th. What, what's the impact of that? That's a, isn't that routine practice in the Fifth Circuit? That's a direct quote from the recent Fifth Circuit decision, N. Ray Abbott, which is cited in my written testimony. It's legally incorrect, clearly legally incorrect to describe them as vacating the injunction, which has happened multiple times. They either don't know the law or, I don't know, they're trying to obscure the facts. That's a theme around here. The White House and the fellow Democrats (laughs) disputed almost none of the factual findings in the court. Isn't that right? So far, we've had two emergency stay motions from the Department of Justice, one in the district court, one in the uh, Court of Appeals. And what really struck me in reading those is they just don't dispute those 82 pages of factual findings. Almost none of them are directly disputed in what they've filed so far. No dispute. You like the content Will Johnson is producing? To stay informed and up to date with the current events, go ahead and hit the thumbs up and subscribe to see more videos like this one. Also, to find Will Johnson, visit www.uaf.media.